Lopstarm. 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 Um, <laughs> are we roll? Are we rolling? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is it's a little banter. Yeah. Um, it's a little, little, little banter. Uh, how now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? It's from Anchorman. That's how Justin warmed up last time. I like it. The Human cow. Torch was denied a bank loan. Uh, and then Unique New York. Wait, are we doing video on this one too? Mm-hmm. Unique. Oh, video's rolling too. Video is rolling right there. Wow, we this is big right time. <laughs> big time in the Death Star. So official in the Death Star. It's well, moody because yeah. it's it's like Death Star, but then this looks like the Death Star. We got these red lights. Is it true that the, the, du- the dual lighting? I just saw something today where it's called like bisexual lighting. Bisexual lighting. Wait, I've never heard that. Yeah, because it's like red and blue, pinkish blue. Bisexual. But I saw it on Facebook, so I don't know. But, if that's but lighting isn't sexual. <laughs> that no, it's like uh, uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> lighting isn't sexual. Lighting is just color. <laughs> but if we're going by like older ways of thinking ah. of what colors would be, it's like yes. pink and blue, or in this case, red and blue. Mm. So maybe, I don't know if it's true. I just saw oh, it. Oh, no, 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 Mo, I'm not putting on you. I know, Mo, I'm not accusing <laughs> you, Mo. No, Mo, I would never. What are you trying to say, Mo? I would never. <laughs> Fun fact, my three-year-old daughter, obsessed with blue. Ooh. Obsessed. To the point where when she considered wearing pink one time, we were like, oh, what? Are you okay? <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Creative Work Title Podcast. <laughs> I have a frosty face because our air conditioning is broken. Just kidding. We actually did a really fun creative spot. And that is why, oh yeah, that is why I look this way. Or maybe I shouldn't, should I just not address it at all? And just ignore it? And just <laughs> no. like, I have to address it. You have to address podcast, it. Right? Yeah. So for those that are just listening, currently my face is very frosty. Uh, Mo, who we have with us here today, uh, helped with creating some special effects makeup. And it's cool. When I, when I talk a little bit, I can see the frost on the front of my mustache. Um, it was a very silly thing that we made, but it was fun. And I typically like to preach 70-30, right? And let's talk about 70-30. I typically like to preach 70-30, which is 70% of the time you should be having a good time when you're working, right? Mm-hmm. 30% of the time it's work. This, what we just filmed, aside from me being real sweaty, was 90-10, where it was just fun. And then some of it was work because we were creating content for basically a, a, a new business video, right? A way to gain attention, a way to put eyes on us, just for us to share the things that we do, the ideas that we come up with. And that's why I looked very ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how much we've actually talked about 70-30 in content, but I, I feel like most of the time when we mention people are like, oh, they're just goofing around, they're not getting stuff done. That's generally a, like a client POV. And then they come to set and they see it and they get engaged and then they're having fun and through all the shoots. I feel like traditionally, shoots go long. Not just in general, in like general. Yeah, in my yeah, career, yeah. is yeah. If, if it's a one day shoot, you better plan for a, another day. Right. Because everything goes over, or you're paying overtime. But since we've been doing 70-30, we finish every shoot early. Seems like it, right? So we always have just extra time to come up with new ideas, to play, to just riff on new, new stuff. Yeah. Every shoot, we end early yeah. when we're doing 70-30. Because there's an efficiency that comes with that 70-30. Because right? there's high energy, people are having fun, people are engaged. We don't get that slowdown late right. in the day. Mo, we always have fun on set, right? Yeah, it's definitely a flow. Yes. It's fun. Would you say we're, our shoots and productions are the best? Would you say that, Mo? Actually, it is. Would you say it, Mo? Yes. I would say it. Um, Score. Yeah. 
it's always um, like a wake-up call whenever I work on other sets. I'm like, oh, it's a certain type of... <laughs> structure. Ah, yeah. a little structure, a little boxy. So, Mo, for those, uh, introduce yourself. You've been on the podcast before, so if you haven't heard Mo on the podcast before, just introduce yourself again, what you do, just for context within this conversation, okay. and why we're the best. So, <laughs> I am Monique Serino. I am a food stylist, primarily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> food stylist, makeup artist, model, Yep. photographer. Yep. I do recipe development as well. Recipe development. Recipe development. Just all around creative person, right? And that was why. So, so part oh, wait, of it. Tattoo artist. Tattoo artist. Uh, fine artist. Fine art painter. Yep. Yeah. Well, not um, anymore. <laughs> uh, yep. Surface creator. That's right. All uh, oh, those are starting to roll out. Those look so I dope. haven't seen it in person yet. Um, and I'll give, I'll give a plug. So V-Flat World, uh, duo boards. Mo developed and designed and created a bunch of these textured surfaces. So if you're a photographer or a videographer, whatever it is, and you do tabletop photography, these uh, surfaces, they're nothing new, right? But duo boards are really cool because they're dual-sided. And Mo created multiple times now. This is your second run of creating custom boards designed for them, which is freaking awesome. Yeah, um, and I use it. those products. We use those in the studio all the time. So actually, I got to get some more Mo boards. I don't think I have any Mo boards. I think you might have one. Wait, did I just come up with a slogan? Know. I need Mo boards? <laughs> And because you plugged them, they're going to send us free mo boards, right? Yeah, we'll talk to Tubby, right? Tubby, yeah, I haven't up. even gotten them, so oh, it's wow. oh, you haven't bound. Oh, shit, I'm not getting yeah. anything. No, I'm not getting anything. Yeah, all right. no, I feel uh, like that would be the extra push. That should be. There you go. Like, hey, I need some. You know who else needs some? Steve Diaz. <laughs> and since you're introducing Mo, you should introduce Meg since she has a mic now. So Meg's got. Hey, Meg. No camera, but Meg's right there. Hello. Meg, tell us what you do. Yeah, tell us you're a part of the team. I am a content creator with DS currently, uh, so that's uh, inclusive in photography, videography um, at the moment, but I think I'm going to start on some social stuff with Justin as far as like the Oculus stuff goes. When you say currently, what's your, you sound like you got a plan, it's like something up your sleeves coming soon. Are you leaving? What? No. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't know. You're transitioning into it, I think. Well, yeah. Cause, oh, so I guess right now I'm part-time. So. Right. Right. Uh, right. So currently I'm part-time content creator at DS. <laughs> yes. And we are very thankful and grateful to have you as a part of the team, Meg. Grateful, thankful to be here. And the salad patch, salad patch Kids. The salad Patch Kids, yep. Yes. Um, and, and Meg's running the board. Meg's doing the switching. Meg's doing the editing. So shout out to Meg. Do you hear that like extra loud? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Can you, since you edit it, you should add in like a monstrous applause right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, because we do film in front of a live audience. They're yes. right over there. You can't see them. Yes, that special and important. You should have one of those light those signs that's like clap oh, or yeah. like the applause. Yeah, right. people do that. Did they ever do that at MTV? Did you ever have to tell the crowd to applaud or like? Well, yeah, cheer? there's there's people who get them going because it's a trend. It's like when you're coming back from commercials, that sort of thing. You need everyone cheering and clapping. But were they planted in the crowd as like someone who starts the clap, uh-uh. or were they no. like looking at the crowd and being like, "Now it's time to clap"? No, there's someone to get them going. I want to say it was the stage manager, but I don't think the stage manager would, manager would be doing something that small. And so they, there was someone there to get them going. I was never on stage. Like a PA I was, or something I was like usually that. at that point. Right, no, sitting on the couch, not working. Right, right, right. Yeah. You were done. Your job was done. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. wrote what you needed to write. Everything was written. They're now saying it. Yeah, you're out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. 
There was a, there were shows I worked on that I never once even went into the studio at all. That's a thing, at though, all. right? There's a lot of actors that don't watch their work, and I guess I kind of get that at a certain point. But like. You should want to see it at the beginning. You should want to hear how people read your stuff, right? Like, you read it all wrong, dude. What are you doing? Like, talk to the director and be like, here's how I wrote that. How do you not understand? Like, the inflection should have been here and not but there. But if it's, if it's that type of show where, okay. yeah, like, the writer right. produces their stuff, in this case, I would write and then I'm not needed. It. And someone else is producing it. Right. So it's up to them how it's read. They're going to make sure it's yeah. done the way it's supposed to be or however they want it done. Yeah. Right? However they and the director or yeah. showrunner says, this is how you're going to read it. Yeah. Okay. It was weird though, like I would write like an opening monologue on a show and someone will come later and talk about how the jokes performed and I would have that like, well, I would have liked to hear that laughter, you know? <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, you were funny. Was I? Yeah. I don't know. Right, it's like that Zen thing. I'm obsessed. Mo, are you familiar with if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? If you write a joke and you don't hear the laughter, was it even funny? <laughs> See, I'm connecting all of these things. Yeah. Are, are you familiar with that yeah. proverb, though? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I want to dive into this right now because I know we've recently talked about it. And this. I hate it. I know. I know. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? If a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? I'd say yeah. It does? Yeah. Okay. I mean, but maybe that's like from my perspective of like a creative, like you want to, you know, think that your work is worth something whether it's received or not. True. So to that point, well, yeah. if we're still talking about the tree, though. Well, so let's then talk God about the tree. is the creator. Okay. So maybe I don't God. fully know the proverb of like. So right, if a tree falls in the woods, and I'm, I'm, I'll dive into it. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, doesn't make a sound. The idea, the way I interpret that is, we all know that things vibrate, and when vibration occurs, there's going to be some type of sound, right? So we know that in general, if we were standing next to a tree and it fell, it would make a loud crashing sound, right? But if no one was there to hear it, does it make a sound? My answer is, well, no, because everything's relative, right? I wasn't there, therefore it didn't happen to an extent, right? But of course it makes a sound. But also the answer is yes, of course it makes a sound. We know that physics and science is real and it makes a sound. But then you start to dive in a little bit deeper, right? The idea of how everything is relative. So there are things that are happening around us all the time but we're not aware of them, so therefore, are they actually happening? Well, of course they are, right? A baby was just born. Was just born. Did you guys know that? A baby was just born. We didn't see the baby born, but are a baby you, was just born. Are you so looking at Meg the, or are you looking into our camera? Was the baby... I know, I'm looking at Meg. <laughs> Meg, did you, can you believe that? A baby was just born. <laughs> believe it. See, you can't believe it. <laughs> can't but believe it's it. true because that stuff happens all the time. But it's then the idea... Why I really like this is then it, it kind of makes you think about that like your world is your own reality. It's what you make of it, right? So whatever you interpret things as, I might say, yes, it makes a sound. You might say, no, it doesn't make a sound. Well, isn't that interesting? Because they're both right. See, in these thought exercises, all this philosophy stuff, I tune out. I hate these conversations. <laughs> I kind of do, too. In, in all reality, I kind of do, too. Because to your point, see, this is me like playing both sides. If, if, if I play both sides, I always win. Um, <laughs> There's no, to me, I, I get right. no value. What do we it's gain a waste of time. We could talk about this forever, and there's no end to this, so there's no point. It's infinite, right? Yeah. There's something to me that is interesting, the concept. Like, it's like talking about dinosaurs. I always come back to dinosaurs. Dinosaurs existed, right? We didn't see them. We weren't around them. But did they exist? Yes, they existed. Technically, no, they didn't exist because I wasn't around them. 
So dinosaurs are just this fake creature. Well, no, we have bones. Okay, well, those bones, assuming that they are what we think, but we don't know what dinosaurs actually look like. Sorry, I'm rambling, mm. but I'm really you know, excited. Dinosaur means terrible lizard. What? That's right. Dinosaur. Was the last episode. It's a terrible lizard. Not thunder lizard like we all thought. I thought it was thunder lizard. That's actually a brontosaurus, right, Meg? Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love... I love. <laughs> She's ready to go. I love... Your, your previous was, I can't believe it. Your next... Right. <laughs> Just I feel weird. Word. I feel this feels weird. Those one word zips. Those zips. So anyway, yeah, Mo, those are things that like I I don't know. I, I like thinking about those to an extent. Philosophy in some areas is is kind of interesting. But you're right, it could also just be a bit of a waste because you're just what are you talking about? You're just talking mm -hmm. about theory on theory. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I think it's fun though, because it's like, at least in the beginning part, it's psychology. It's how people react initially, and then it can be dragged on for way too long. But I think it gives insight to people's perspectives. Yeah. That's I, what I think is really fun. It ties back to everything's relative. Everything's relative. So I see red. I assume you see the same red that I see, but you might be colorblind, and your definition of red might be different from my definition of red. So that to me is like, ooh, and this is what I always bring up is the the dress, right? It was a black and blue or white and gold. I, I don't. And that was a whole thing. That was a whole discussion. The whole world, or well, not world, the internet was talking about relativity. And it's like, ooh, cool. That, that, so that, the idea that it was deep, that to me was interesting. It was also very annoying and stupid and a waste of time <laughs> at the yeah. same time. Did you ignore that too? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. No, I was... Oh, yeah, I was I so into And wasn't there another actually. one, uh, like a Yanni and... The Yanni and uh, Janice. Yeah. Yeah, the, audio. So it was well. the audio version. Yeah. And whichever you like kind of leaned in on and paid attention to. Meg, you know what we're talking about? I don't know. I'm not familiar. Oh. So there was a there I was, was hoping a for bite. just like a really short like, yes. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe we should... Um, just one word answers from now on. I'm, I'm going to try something. I'm giving Meg more work. Maybe we should try to find that soundbite and insert it right now. Laurel. And then you tell us what you heard. Did you hear Yanni or did you hear Janice? I think those were the two words. Sounds right. But it was very interesting that whatever you were just trying to tune into is, is what you would perceive. But they were both happening. And it's, that's a very weird thing to me. Mm -hmm. Because I want to figure out why. Why, why do I... Why do I see this color as black? Even though it's not black, it's kind of like a dark blue. But next to gray or pink, it looks black. But as soon as I put that dark blue next to black, I'm like, oh, this is clearly dark blue because this is black. That's just cool. So, Mo, if you like the psychology of, this, psychology of all this, why don't I care? What's that say about my psychology? I think because people can go on and on and on and it's a... I'm impatient. Is that what you're saying? No, not not impatient. I think it's just a never-ending thing. So at some point, you just kind of lose interest to move on to something that you can find an answer to. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> right. Hmm. That's interesting. See? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, why? Why? Well, the why is the coolest part, right? I think in, in a lot of what we do. The why is, is, is one of the best things. We run in. All right. Yeah. You got um, a meeting. You have a 130. I do. Cut this, cut this, cut this, cut this, cut this, cut this. Do you have a, yep. So when we're talking about why, 
James, we're going to change things up a little bit in, in some of the future episodes. Why are we going to do that? Uh, well, we have an idea. It's a conversation that we've been having. Mm-hmm. And then I had with another creative who works elsewhere. And it was, we were reminiscing about all the, what we call dumb ideas, but the big, crazy, wild, strange, disruptive ideas that oftentimes don't make it to the world. Yeah. And so, you know, for us creatives, we reminisce, we talk about it, we have fond memories of these things, but most of the time they are never seen or never heard of again. Uh, One I'm reminded of this guy, Dale Daniels, he's a design director for Pepsi. He came up with a concept nearly a decade ago, I want to say, around Superb Owl. For, for during the Super Bowl, the Superb Owl. And it was Super Bowl, but you just moved the B, so it's Superb Owl. Oh, my gosh. And like, what? It, all the creatives were like, this is brilliant. This is amazing. This is so much fun. And the account team killed it. They were like, absolutely not. It was yeah, they fought hard against it. And then a couple years later, it was all like someone recognized the hashtag and commented about being Superb Owl. It was massive news. Like the number one news story of that Super Bowl was Superb Owl. And if we had gotten that to the client and they liked it, we put it in the world, that brand would have been associated with that hashtag. Right. But this but because it wasn't branded, no brand was able to win off that dumb idea. Mm. And so it was put in what at the time we called it the idea graveyard. Yeah. And so we actually had designed uh headstones with the <laughs> ideas the on idea. them that, nice. that died. And so you know, we were all talking about all these fun ideas that died over the over the years, and we have one, which is why you're all frosty. That's why I'm all frosty. We want to bring these. We don't want these ideas to die. We want to bring them to life in some form. Yeah. So in this case, we pitched an idea to a client years ago, and he loved it, wanted to do it, but unfortunately, his parent company cut his budget, and he couldn't afford it anymore. Right. So it's just been in a drawer. And we laugh about it occasionally. So we figure, let's make content. Let's just share it with the world. It was a fun idea. That's it. Let's just let it live. Let's bring, let it have. Bring it to life. Let's yeah. let it have a life. And so the concept was ultimately, we were going to turn the brand into the number one brand on an entire continent in one single day. One single day. One single day, which was a headline that certainly got the client perked up. You know, he was listening. How are we going to do that? And yeah. so the gist was, he, is a, he had a beer brand. We were going to take his beer brand to Antarctica. Boom. It's very simple, and we're going to throw a party. We're going to create content with all these researchers and scientists who are down there working hard they in the cold, freezing beer. cold. Yeah, and so it's interesting. There's beer. There's alcohol limits to how much you can have over the course of a week, and That's they're trying. To, thing. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to cut down on depression wow. and uh, incidents. Um, you know, heavy machinery and liquor don't mix. Um, so they have yeah. regulations, and so I think we looked. There was like there's like one bar on the continent. That's it. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so then when, when COVID hit, they limited the amount of people who can go. So they, so now you have all these people down there who are doing more work because they're covering because they have a smaller crew and they're disconnected from their family. They can't go back home for a period of time because they don't want COVID to get into Antarctica. So there was all these it, depression levels were increasing wow. there. So we were like, well, let's throw them a party. Let's make this fun. Let's bring them enjoy, enjoyment. And so we actually, yeah, we looked into how you get there, when you get there, what what rules we have to follow. Yeah. We're going to throw a party there, collect a whole bunch of content, and then run with that headline of beloved by an entire continent in one single day. Giant PR stunt yeah. with a ton of content. A ton of content. So it felt like Super Bowl unique. level yeah. commercial. Yeah. You know, like you have that, you know, handheld footage, people partying, having a great time, everyone holding that beer, right. coming together, you know, like they haven't in, in so long. Getting away from their work for a little bit. And then that tagline, number one beer in an entire continent. Yeah. Continent's this, number one. This beer. 
Now, not just number one beer, number one brand. Number one brand. Beloved by an entire right. population of a whole continent. Right. And the parent company didn't want to like, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, we felt like it is an odd idea. Right. And, and a lot of times people are like, they're a little uncomfortable with odd. Oh, you know, that's not been done before. So we don't want to be the first ones to mess it up. It's too but risky. Exactly it's too daring. Yeah, right? There's... And, and he, was, he was a creative. He had been a creative director at an agency. And so he's used to creative wild ideas. But he doesn't he want like, to put his job on the line, right? I'm, 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 assume, I'm making assumptions, yeah. right? But like he doesn't want to be the one who's like, this is a stupid idea. What did we put you in this position for? <laughs> right. Are you kidding me? We're going to do what? Idiot. Versus flip the script and it could be, oh my God, you're brilliant. And you're amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you came up with it. You're like, yeah, I'll take yeah. all the credit. This brand, this Because the beer brand, no one, it's still no one knows it. Right. And at the time he wanted to been. do make a splash. He's like, right. I want this beer to fit into certain like occasions. A frosty I want to give this meaning, this beer to people. And uh, now it doesn't have meaning. Nope. So definitely follow us on social media. So that way you can see the video that we created where we talk and, and dive in deep. And then you see more of this. Um, and, and thank you. I oh. want to start bringing our creatives and people here talk about the ideas that died. Talk yeah. about the, the ones that would never get to the world. Dumb dead ideas. Yeah, people from other companies. My friend at Pepsi, bring him in, yeah. talk about Superb Owl right. and all the Superb other ones Owl. that died over the years. One that I mentioned to you, Steve, and I'll bring my buddy JP. We are working on Anheuser-Busch, specifically Bud Light, the ambassador program at Buffalo Wild Wings. And they wanted a custom ambassador program. So this is when people yes. come in with like, T-shirts and lanyards, all branded stuff, and give you and give you free beers so that you will buy more Bud Light. They want something new and different. So Buffalo Wild Wings, it was to be sports themed. We came up, JP, this guy JP and I came up with a really really dumb idea, which is all the great ideas start that way. And so we didn't want the typical like they're all frat boys and women in very skimpy outfits, and we wanted to go somewhere different. So we said we're going to have this thing called the bathroom coach. And we were going to have older gentlemen, like 40s, Most dressed as coaches, and they're in the bathroom to give you a pep talk to get you back out there. <laughs> yeah. And so whether it's like, you know, you want to go and talk to someone that you got your eye on or, you know, you just need some confidence, need some coaching, need some tips. Right. He's just there in the bathroom. He's like and a he'll, hype man. Yeah. Hype, and, but he's a coach. He's there to coach you. Uh, right. Right. And he's giving a headset on give, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. clipboard and everything. <laughs> and he can give you free beer. Like, and you get out there. You go get them. Yeah. And uh, just make you feel good about yourself. And how disruptive is that? How odd to have a dude there dressed as a coach giving you tips, giving you a little yep. pump up speech. You're going to remember that. Yeah. You're going to have a laugh with your friends and you're going to get a free beer out of it. You're going to get some swag. People would remember Bud Light. Not the it. just typical like hand out some keychains. Right. Want to do something crazy. Right. Nobody else liked that idea except no. for really? the two of us. We thought it was brilliant. So we we to... would love to see it come to life. We wanted to script like pump up speeches from, from the coach and create content all around him. Make him a character that you would like look for. You want to right. meet the coach. And everybody hated it. Mm. Everybody. Wow. So maybe that's the next one that we could film. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like the, bathroom coach. the girls' room at like a club where there's like the people managing and they yeah, are yeah. like the ones, taking care of you. And yeah. You the ones like give you mints and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He can do bathroom the exact attendance, bathroom attendance. Attendance. coach. Thing, but, but he's yeah. coach. Yeah. I got a jet. I got a meeting. All right. Um, let's wrap it up. Yeah. That was, I, I think that's great. And dumb ideas, we're going to bring them back to life. We're going to share more of those dumb ideas. Uh, definitely share with us your dumb ideas in the comments, anywhere you want. Send us a note. Follow us on Instagram social medias, Spotify, all those fun places. Thanks for joining, Mo. Always James, as always, thank you. Well, thank you, Steve. You look and great, by the way. I know. Thanks. It's ridiculous. Um, you look really cool.
we're gonna wrap up. Say you look for it.